You know, the hard part of starting a podcast is that we have to be quiet for five seconds before we start the podcast. <laughs> Especially this group of people we got right now. <laughs> Hi, and welcome back to another What's Up podcast. I'm Becca Martin-Brown, the Features Editor for the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. And I have new people in the studio today. Well, they're not new people. They've been people for a while, but they're new to us. We have with us... Eric Wells, who is directing the first show of the season for Fort Smith Little Theater, his assistant director, Emily Dale, and Jamie Lambden Bolin, who is playing Patty. I don't know about Patty, but I'm going to find out. <laughs> Let's talk season real quick. Okay. So you are involved in the show selection. I am. I'm actually the, um, I've been in part of the production committee at the Fort Smith Little Theater for a couple years uh, off and on, uh, but this year I am actually the chairperson for the committee, so I am the one that heads the whole committee, but uh, but I was a part of the production committee last year whenever we decided the shows. Would you tell folks, I think everybody wonders how shows happen, and I know there's a formula. Would you tell mm-hmm. our listeners kind of how it happens for Fort Smith Little Theater? Well, we um, we do have a list of potential directors. Uh, these are people who have volunteered a lot of time, uh, have been there for years. Um, and if you're a new person, it, the process is actually pretty easy. Um, I don't know the exact bylaw, like, quote <laughs> of what it's supposed to be. But for me... Uh, you have I, to convince them you can do of, this. Of course. <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, the first thing I learned to do was to be an assistant director mm-hmm. under a, a, a veteran director. And basically, I would just kind of learn the trade that way. I also learned uh, the stage manager position and producer. Those are the three kind of, I call the executive crew members, because they're like the key, the big three, the big trinity mm-hmm. of the crew. And then, once I assistant directed, I uh, submitted for an off-season, which is normally our smaller scale productions, with a mentor director, a veteran that kind of sits with you, they make sure everything's going smoothly, if you need anything, they're there, they're basically your, your, your safety net, just in case if something falls apart, or if you just need just that extra push or extra assistance, they're there to help you. And then once you get the clear, the okay from them, then you can go ahead and direct a full season on your own, or you could have another AD or another mentor to And submit a show that will be considered. Yes. For the season. Yep. And, of course, there's a formula like there is for every community theater uh-huh. that you want. A good opener or a good closer. Yes. And you all have a unique challenge because you're the only company that's on a calendar year, not yeah. a school year. Yeah, yeah. Is that a help or a hindrance? Um, it, I guess it depends, really, um, because we have to have, I mean, we have to have that perfect formula. And you have a full year of shows. And we try to make it a perfect balance that we can um, because, you know, we don't want to just do one style of show altogether because where's the challenge in that? We want to make it, we want to bring diversity to the stage at FSLT and show that there's more than just comedies. And so we do have this, what I call a perfect formula where you open and close with a classic or a comedy. That's where it draws people in because that's when we do our season ticket sales. And so that's always a good thing to open and close a season with. Mm-hmm. Uh, normally after that, you can kind of start getting into the drama for like the second show. You could also do a comedy. Um, 
And here. y'all do a big summer musical. Oh, like yes. Yes. Does. I mean, we have um, the past couple years we did Wizard of Oz. We did Secret Garden, the musical. That was probably one of Beauty our... Beauty and the Beast Beauty and the Beast was last year. That was a wonderful one. Uh, and this year we have Annie, which is another big musical. Let's look at the season real quickly. Okay. The first show, which we're going to talk more about here in just a second, is called The Glitter Girls. We'll just pass by that. <laughs> the second one is called A Southern Exposure, uh-huh. which sounds more drama than... Yes, it, it is. It is a drama. Um, I, I know it's a four-person mm-hmm. show. It's an all-female cast. And Laura Rice will be the one directing that one. Um, I remember re- reading the script, and it was a very good script. Mm-hmm. And then there's a show that I I will be down to see. They're doing Death Trap, oh, which I love. Yes. Which was a movie with Michael Caine, and I just lost his name. Uh, uh, Superman. Uh, yes. Christopher Reeves. Christopher Reeves. Yes. Gosh, yes. Man. Yep. That will be so, Death Trap. Uh, Mickey Vocal, who is playing our Mavon Roush in The Glitter Girls, will be the one directing yes. that show. And that will be a fun, kind of a murder mystery, a fun comedy. If you've never seen it, don't watch it before you go to the show, to the play. Oh, don't yeah. Don't watch yeah, it. Don't watch it. Because you'll be totally surprised. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. The summer musical is Annie, then a show called The Tin Woman, which sounds really interesting. Mm-hmm. A, a woman gets a heart transplant and wonders if she deserves it right right and then the last show of the season which will be in november is called perfumery Uh a warm romantic comedy that follows the tangled tale of perfumery employee george who is fired in a case of mistaken identity and then discovers that the person he's in love with is somebody he hates at work which sounds like a doris day movie called pillow talk (laughs) Right, right. Which none of these people is old enough to remember. Some of you out there might. <laughs> well, and well, that, the director of that show is Jamie Lambden yes. Bowling. Ah, <laughs> it's actually, um, if you've seen You've Got Mail and The Good Old Summertime, which is Judy Garland, and then if you've also seen Shop Around the Corner, those are all based off of this play, which is was originally written in a different language, and I'm not going to try to pronounce the name. But okay. yes, so that's what all of those fun stories were based on. Fun! So let's talk about the Glitter Girl, which Eric described to me as Steel Magnolias meets Survivor. <laughs> yes, that's pretty accurate. <laughs> so Emily, is this, are, are you on the path to directing now? Is this your... Um, I, I'd like to think so. This, this show definitely helped me get a better look at what directing's like. So but... talk to me about this show. All-female cast? Uh, there's two. Three. Three men. Okay. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> Sorry, Aaron. Technically, well, yeah. There's there's a character. Um, I don't want to give any spoilers, but let's just say he's on the run from the cops, and he has a nice, a nice disguise. Would that be appropriate to say? A beautiful surprise of a disguise <laughs> that so, people will love to see. Talk about the rewards and the challenges of this show. Looks like you've got a big age range of actors. What have you learned? I'm trying to get Emily to talk. It's not going very well. (laughs) Well, I think it was such a fun show because we knew everybody. They're like all veterans of the little theater. And it was definitely interesting to work with Angela and Carol because they are just so amazing. Yes. They're queens. And they're just so funny in this show. And so it's it's good to see them be play like a really like funny character yeah. especially for me because they've always kind of scared me <laughs> that's yeah, i've that's never healthy. met angela in person and she scares me long distance so. oh, gosh. they are wonderful to work with never cross a southern woman no never never so tell me about the show tell me about the plot and the characters and 
So, okay, definitely, it starts with Trudy, which is Angela. Angela Covey is playing Trudy. She's this rich lady. She's going to decide that she's giving away her fortune to one of her glitter girls. And the glitter girls are basically the rest of the women in the cast who, are, they've all come together, and they've all got different backgrounds, but they're all friends with Trudy. And so they kind of fight, and they spat with each other, and it gets catty from time to time. But <laughs> she's decided that she's going to have them basically play this reality TV show where she is dying, she's not really dying, she's pretending to be dying, um, and whoever is the winner gets to take home the money, and you hope that they choose someone that will divide it evenly between all of them. And that, of course, is kind of what brings on all of the drama, because mm -hmm. nobody really trusts each other to do the fair thing. So hilarity ensues. Hilarity oh. ensues. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. So... Tell me about your character. So my character's name is Patty, and Patty is a legacy glitter girl. Her mother was a member of the Glitter Girls, and she passed away. So you kind of understand that these women have taken her in under their wing, and she really just wants to impress everybody, which is kind of what you do whenever you're surrounded by these great women at the theater. You just want to <laughs> you just want to impress them and hope that they like you. So that's pretty much what Patty's doing. At the same time, there's another person there named Charlie, and he is a son of one of the Glitter Girls, and they like each other, so they're kind of awkward. And oh, goodness. Have little things so back and awkward. Forth. Very awkward. <laughs> it makes it even more awkward is that it's Emily's boyfriend who's yes. playing Charlie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's awkward. It's wonderful. Yeah, and my mother's also in the show, and she flirts with him. So yeah. just, <laughs> it's fun. Oh. I love watching it every night. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh yeah. So, funny, though. <laughs> so what will audiences love, Eric? Do you think? Uh, aside Ricky. from seeing, okay, <laughs> aside, they're obviously they're gonna love seeing all of these, these amazing actors and actresses on stage because they're all household names at FSLT. Mm -hmm. You have Angela Covey and Carol Rogers who have been there, gosh, since I would say the beginning. <laughs> since of, God was I, in knickers. I mean, I mean, they've since been there since since uh, maybe not since the beginning of FSLT, but I mean, they've been long running like veterans and then you have mickey vocal who is also a long-running veteran who does amazing work you have ricky and tina who were just coming off of miracle on 34th street playing strong characters you have brandon boland who hadn't been in a show since who is that? Uh, oh, that's Jamie's husband. He's oh, in the right. show too. <laughs> uh, he oh, had... wait a minute now. You're flirting with your boyfriend <laughs> in the show is Emily's boyfriend in real life. Yes. But your husband in real life is in the show and he's nobody's boyfriend he's, in the show. He's a no. widower. Uh, he's a widower. He's a widower. He actually yes. gets some really nice moments. He on has stage. some really sweet moments. Yeah. Is it yeah. fun to work with? The person that is your significant other. It is. Um, it's nice because he's not. You know, when when it's theater, you don't, there's no really room for, like, jealousy. He's not a jealous person, oh, yeah. and we all trust each other. Mm -hmm. So, right. you know, there's no room for, like, awkwardness. You just kind of throw yourself in there, just like yeah. with any awkward line or yeah. costume. Well, it's family. <laughs> when you've all worked together, oh, yeah. if you don't do theater, I don't know that you can explain the family yeah. that oh, it becomes. Yeah. Yeah. It may be like maybe from the dorm you lived in in college or from the sorority or fraternity or whatever that might explain yeah. to you the family that they see yeah. you at your worst, your best, That's and true. everything oh in between. My gosh. That's true. Yes, we have, we have, and we've all grown close together. Yes. Mm -hmm. But, but yeah, so they'll see Brandon. I think the last show he was in was Secret Garden. That was the last mainstream big oh my show. Yeah. So that was three years ago. Did you yeah. get him at the theater? 
Um, we met at the theater, they did. yes. Um, I take we credit did. for that. <laughs> Some of the credit. <laughs> um, everybody likes to take credit. Uh, Duff Taylor directed a show in 2016 that I was in, and Ricky, who is playing Flossie in this show, she was like, Jamie, what do you think about Brandon? And I thought, well, he's pretty stinking cute, and he's got a pretty stinking cute cat. And <laughs> then we were in Sense and Sensibility together, and I kind of was the antagonist in that show, and the rest is history. Poor yeah. Eric had to put up with a lot of... Um, why doesn't he like me? So, oh my gosh. Eric, oh. Eric is the Cupid of the little theater. Eric, yes, he is. Okay. I've, he kinda, is. I've kind of, I've did some matchmaking here in the past year or yes. two, three. Are you responsible for Emily? Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes, he is. <laughs> I am. Oh, yeah. credit must go to Mickey, too. Mickey, yeah, Mickey, Mickey has was to good, too. I'm just that little push. That's, so if that's I all. get rid of this boyfriend, I know where to come now. Oh, for girl, I, oh, got, yes. I got you covered. Oh, okay. we'll I got get you, you covered. I'm thinking yeah. I'm keeping him, but you never yeah. know. So tell me where you got yours. Oh, uh, so my boyfriend Hunter, we were in uh, um, FF. A little theater show together called Cuckoo's Nest. One flew over the Cuckoo's Nest. And you fell in love in Cuckoo's Nest. <laughs> oh my well, gosh, and he was I Billy, guess he was Billy the hardest. Oh, yeah. yes, oh my. and that was yeah, yeah it's a very okay. hard character. Yeah. But we saw, I saw him at um, auditions. Well, I didn't really because I didn't have my glasses on. But then I, <laughs> we got paired up for a scene, and I had to see him up close. I was like, oh wow, he's actually kind of cute. And then. Um, once I thought he had a girlfriend, and then I found out through another member of the cast, Victoria, that he wasn't. <laughs> he didn't have a girlfriend. And that night, wow, Victoria and Eric put in their work to oh, make yeah. sure that we. You're welcome. <laughs> we'll get you married at the Little Theater. Yeah. Okay, yeah. We'll so if y'all are looking for a reason to do theater other than <laughs> theater, Match clearly making. FSLT is the place to go. <laughs> Don't do, you... do Tinder. We got you covered. Oh, we got you. <laughs> <laughs> and they work for free. It's yes. true. So so if you've never been to Fort Smith Little Theater, what should people know? It's little. It, it is a little yeah. stage. It's, it, it, I mean, the audience. What does it seat? It, it seats about 200, I believe. Yeah, maybe a little over. It's, it's, but I mean, the stage, literally, if I'm sitting, which people can't see me right now, but if I was sitting front row and you were on stage, this mm-hmm. is how close you could be oh, to me. Oh, so Very it's close. literally it's, spitting it's you yes. are, The audience is literally... If it's a musical with a spitter, you will get oh, wet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I think the best part about that is the audience feels like they're actually a part of the story mm-hmm. because they get to, they're so close. They see every emotion that the that the, the cast is giving That's a stage. huge challenge yeah. for and a cast. You don't have any it is. There's safety n- There's no way to hide anything on that stage. Yep. But that makes it a, an exciting challenge, I think, for yep. all of us mm-hmm. because... Is it a thrust or is it a proceeding? It is a thrust. A thrust. Okay. I it haven't been down there since you moved in to that building so i really yeah. need to fix that yeah it's it's a thrust and it and it's made some challenges for show for example beauty and the beast was when it says when they say it takes a village it took us a metropolis yeah. <laughs> for that one do you have any wing space there is no, no. wing space oh, at all no, no fly, wing space no, wing. no fly space i mean we we try our best i mean most of the sets and stuff is either like Oh, what's the word I'm thinking of? It just stays there. Yeah. Stationary. I stationary. Guess stationary. Basic, sedentary, yeah. you know. Or we're wheeling it on back and forth from backstage yeah. or even through the lobby. Sometimes we do scene changes where furniture comes in through the cool. lobby. Yeah. So, but, and that also makes it kind of exciting too. Yeah. What it was just, this building before? Because it didn't start life as a theater. The, this building was actually built in 1986, 87. 1986, 87. 
because before then they had the th- the little theater was on O Street before, mm-hmm. and I think that used to be a grocery store. The last show show I saw down there because you know it's a long way over the mountain. Thank mm-hmm. these guys for coming up. <laughs> the last show I saw was Camelot, and it was in that oh. previous space. So that was eighty five, yeah. maybe. Right. That's yeah. A good set. Yeah. So that was yeah that was on O Street back yeah. then, and then now they have this space, which. Which since then they've done renovations for, and they extended, because I know before there was no a back shop area, and I know they built that on, I think, in the 90s. Wow. So, but yeah, this building has been around for 20 plus years, and it's, I mean, it's still a wonderful space. And Fort Smith Little Theater just keeps ticking along. This is season 73? Yeah. That's pretty amazing. 70, yeah. 73? 73. 74? Yes, 73. 73. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. So, it's yeah. it's a wonderful, it's a little, I, it's like a little treasure yeah. in Fort Smith. And a, lo, and a lot of people don't know about it. Like, people are just now finding about it, and it's 2020. Yes. <laughs> I actually overheard someone at a festival of some kind in Bentonville say, there's an art center in Fayetteville? Really? really? <laughs> so, <laughs> we keep plugging along with what's up. Wow. <laughs> Because that's, that's amazing. I've been doing this since 1988, writing about the arts. And if right. people still don't know that there's arts all over mm-hmm. Northwest yeah, Arkansas, everywhere. the River Valley, gosh, guys, They're really? Everywhere. Come we're, on. Yeah. We're everywhere. I mean, and there's even places in some of the smaller towns, yeah. like Mulberry yeah. has a little theater-type like, yeah. venue, too. And Ozark, I, I found that through people from church. That's awesome. So there's, there's just all these little hidden treasures. But, yeah. I mean, the Fort Smith Little Theater is, you know, our little home away from yeah. home, and we yeah, love it, really it there. Is. So, Jamie, what do you want people to know if they've never been there? I want people to know that... There, I think there's a stigma of community theater that it's not usually very good or it's hokey. And you know what? Um, hokey is wonderful, but also I think that there's a lot of talent that our community has to offer. Mm-hmm. Um, we have people that drive to the Little Theater from Oklahoma, from, from Northwest Arkansas. Um, Russellville. Russellville. We've had some from there, too. Um, we have people that Both to work and to see the show. Yeah. To work and to see the show. People to, yeah, to be in the show. Um, uh, uh, Valerie uh, Valentine, her parents yes. from Missouri will come to see shows, yes. too. And they're from, I don't know where in Missouri, but by golly, it's a good four hours away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I think that the thing about community theater is you come expecting to watch a show and you leave feeling like you've, you've met the best friends of your life. And if you come back and volunteer backstage, on stage, wherever, you will make a family. Oh my gosh. We, everyone that comes down there is, I mean, I didn't know Emily really a year ago and now she's one of my very best friends. And so it's just, um, it's awkward. It's always awkward when you meet new people, but, um, and it's just the best friends that you have. And obviously you have other friends, but you know, when you do you get, theater together, you, get, you spend so much time together at the theater Yes, and you literally, I mean, it's your family. It really you is. You really family. are family. Yeah. And it's, it's probably one of the reasons why I, I stick around there, not just for just doing the shows for yeah. the hobby's sake, you know, having fun, yeah. but just to see these amazing people almost every day for six weeks. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah taking a huge black bag of trash out to the dumpster and throwing it over the dumpster <laughs> isn't fun. You don't just do that because you like it. You do that because you like the people that you're working with, you know? <laughs> and you know what you're going to get in the end is going to make you so proud. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Yes. 
So what about you, Emily? What do you want people to know? Um, well, they should be just prepared for an amazing experience because the little theater is so little. We have to utilize every single yeah. inch of space. Like we even use like the aisles yeah. for shows and mm -hmm. it's just, it's a wonderful experience and you really do get immersed into whatever show's going on be crying, laughing with everybody else, oh angry gosh. at certain characters oh, yeah. more than the characters on stage act actually are. So it's just, it's, it's, it's an amazing experience and people should be prepared for that. I bet you all had a blast coming over the mountain this morning. Oh, yes. we did. <laughs> yes. I'm used to it, so it's okay. Oh, yes. I drive up for, um, I go to grad school at the U of A, so oh, God yeah. I you. drive up three times a week. So. It's not as bad as it used to be when it was 71B, and yeah, it's terrifying. True. It's not that bad at all. Like, yeah. I mean, it's a pretty drive, and it's a good yeah. time to... So where's the best place to eat in Fort Smith when oh. they come down, when all the people Ooh. listening come down? Oh. Oh. Depends, I guess, on what kind of food you like. That's and if the you first. eat before the show or after. Oh, uh, it's true, too. Is well, there an after? Oh, um, besides... That's the question. Yeah. yeah. Um, after, I mean, you have your typical chain places, Isn't obviously. there a Calico Country or There's something? There's a Calico County. Yeah. Calico County. And that, I mean, it's, you know, it's like... Comfort country, food. Comfort food. Um, that, that, yeah, Calico is pretty good. That's one of my favorites. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't been there in a while, but the last time I went, it was pretty good. Um, well, something about cinnamon rolls. Oh, the cinnamon rolls. They give rolls. you cinnamon rolls well, instead of, poor much. Emily, she yeah. can't have cinnamon rolls. <laughs> oh, and she's giving saying. you a dirty look. You're missing a very dirty look. <laughs> um, I will say, uh, other little restaurants in town, I know we have, um, we have, oh gosh, I'm trying to think of some of them on the top of my head. If you go to dinner after the show, go to Benson's. Yes. Oh, Benson's yes. on Rogers. So it's, it's, it's the best greasy spoon. I mean, if, oh, you, if you need some that's good, all you old, need to good old breakfast, yep. I mean, that's the place to go. And it's on Rogers Avenue. Uh -huh. Yes. It's okay. a, and literally, it's like the size of this room. It's so Maybe. small. They used to <laughs> have sweet potato pancakes. Sweet potato pancakes? They used to, and they were the best things ever. So oh. that's my dirty yeah. look, Benson's. Yeah. <laughs> um, and there's a cut. Like, I know that there's um, Gus's. That's a little restaurant yeah, that's, that's open till midnight. It's downtown. And mm -hmm. they have sandwiches. They have pizza. Yeah. They have some good drinks. And, and you can call the theater number, and they will be happy to help you with that, too. Yep. It's 783-2966. And let me tell you that the Glitter Girls is showing at 7.30 on the 14th and 15th, at 2 on Sunday the 16th, and again the 19th through 22nd, one Sunday matinee, right? Yes, ma'am. So don't miss the Sunday matinee. Thank you all for coming Ooh, up. Let's do you. this all the time. Yeah. yeah oh, and if you fun. want to get purchase tickets, you can also go on www.fslt.org, and there you can purchase tickets through the online ticketing system. Yes. It's very easy, very user-friendly, and you can just print them right there at home or at work. Okay. Thank you all so much. Thank all you. Right, thank you.